What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? Episode 11, man. Episode 11. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, J.H. Gibbons. And it is yours truly. We'll see. And we want to welcome you to yet another Sunday, which means it is also another episode of the Acromis podcast. What a heavenly Sunday it is, baby. Easter Sunday. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful one. Very joyous. He is risen, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Yes, yes. Amen, amen, amen. Shout out to everybody out there who has been in touch with us, who has been following along, who has been watching, who has been faithful, um, who is, who's always been there, giving us comments, giving us shout outs, giving us tips, whatever you've been doing, however you've been participating in this journey, in this community. We want to thank you. We're thankful mm-hmm. for you. And, and again... Like I said before, man, we are not going anywhere. So, again, we want to thank you for for following along with us. Now, we're we're in episode eleven, uh, and we have so many more to go. Yes, absolutely. Uh, just second that. Uh, truly appreciated for everyone that's reached out to us um, via our Chromis page, um, or you know, different ways to reach us out directly. As you can see, um, and uh, you know, we tr- we've been. As you know, trying to get back to everyone as as uh, you know fast as we can, and uh, thank you so much for all the feedback. Um, we we really appreciate it, and you know this could not be moving without you all. So uh, this movement that we're on, thank you for continuing to push it forward, guys. And let's keep it going. Let's keep the energy going. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know last week we had quite the touching episode. Uh, if you did not hear it or see it, again, go to our YouTube page check out uh our on ig here for a short version of that video but the journey towards healing um of course it is a very long journey it's a very tough journey um there's a lot of growth that has to transpire in order for you to get further along uh where you truly want to be and where you think you where you believe you deserve you should be um so again if you are struggling to take that journey if you are still on that journey but you're you're having doubts about yourself. Um, number one, you can always reach out to us, but make sure that your circle helps you as well. It's very important to have a support system around you that can can fill you with with legit positivity, um, not just you know motivational words, but can help you to build and grow and become a better person. So again, if if you are going toward if you are going through that journey. Um, you know, make sure that you've got a good circle around you that can help you uh, because it's something that you can't do alone. And, you know, it, it takes it takes a village, man. It really does. Yeah, that's that's it right there. Uh, and, you know, as uh, Jay touched on um, and, you know, a lot of what was spoken on is very true. Uh, that still stands true to today where uh and it's something that's constant. You do rely on the support system. You're doing the work first and you're doing it for you because you love yourself. And, uh, you know, keep in mind that your support system love you too. Um, and anyone that's in your circle uh, that's going to be there for you, they're going to understand this process. They're going to be supportive as much as they can. That's not detrimental to their health and well-being. And your circle will realign with people who are for you. And that's important to not force anything or anyone to be there for you guys mm-hmm. as to be the people who are for you. And you'll know, you'll know their actions will speak so much more than their words. And I say that 
from experience, um, as I mentioned throughout the week, uh, that holds true to today. And uh, that's what I look at, the actions of others in um, this journey process for myself. I'm sure the same is for Jay. And uh, we we want the same for you and for those out there who understands this process already. We are all here to support you too. Like we're all in this together. And that's the one thing you want to make sure everyone understands. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the one thing that um, the one thing that I hope everyone understands as well is that everything we say is honest. Everything, everything we say is truthful. Um, everything we say is thorough. You can see, you know, a lot of the questions that I ask, uh, we'll see here. It's, it's for the purpose of truly understanding how not only can I, you know, help him continue to heal, but if you are out there and you're listening, maybe there's, those are certain questions that you should be asking yourself as well, just so you could firmly understand what it is that you should be working on and how you can heal properly so that when you continue to move on in life, you, you're not, you're not blocked by that, that shadow, that lingering shadow that's over your head. Uh, you have a clear spirit, you have a clear mind, uh, your body's healthier and you continue to grow as you move along. Um, and I, I gotta say, man, like I, I am on day two, day two or day three, day three. I'm on day three right now of the 21-3 method. You didn't know that because I did not mention that to you before. But again, when it comes to when it comes to being honest, when it comes to being truthful, when it comes to describing something that has actually worked, and you could see the gentleman in front of you, we'll see it has worked on him. So I told myself, well, if this is going to be a, a product that we are bringing to the market that we want people to use and we know for a fact that it works, why not have everybody who is talking about it or promoting it work on it as well so that they can show you the results that they've gotten from it. So I am on day three. I'm going to continue to document all the trials and tribulations that I'm going through because it is it is rough right now. I got to tell you, here's proof, man. He knows I hate cucumbers. <laughs> hate with a passion. Anybody who knows me knows I hate them. I cannot stand them. Yeah. I love the water, but uh -huh. I hate what's in it. I got to tell you what, it's been helping me out, though. I'm feeling a lot more clear. You can hear my voice coming through. It's a little mm -hmm. bit better. And what, what I am noticing is that um, it, it's it's I, I feel a little bit more energetic, especially um, based on the time and based on the day that we're doing this, I, I definitely feel better than I would have if I did not do this. So again, day three to 21-3 method. The 21-3 method is launching soon. We want you to, to keep up to date with all the messages that we're talking about this with. We want you to, to continue to follow us, continue to, to, um, to look at everything that we're putting out there. It's valuable information. And when this 21-3 method hits, man, you will understand why it has taken so long for us to build. We, we build it with heart. We build it with energy. We build it with detail to make sure that we understand exactly how it could help you. Yeah, well said, Jay. Um, it is quite the process, but it is a matter of choosing you. Mm. Really just that simple, guys. Choosing you because you matter, because you're so damn worth it. So each day that you invest into yourself is the day that you're molding a better you, stronger you, um, a more capable you to take on life adversities in all fashions. So uh, this is something that as we're sharing with you, 
something that has been done and something that is consistent even now. Something that I do has grown into being seasoned into this process for myself, but it's something I have to be conscious to choose every day Mm. or, you know, I lose sight of that and lose sight of what my purposes are in this Mm. journey to be able to hold true to the 21-3 method. So Jay's on that journey and it's a beautiful thing for for everyone who who, uh, hadn't had the opportunity to watch me through that process yeah i didn't just get to where i'm at overnight it really didn't happen that way i have a lot of content that shows my journey through this process of transformation to the man that i am now a lot of it is documented on my 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 ig page on my personal page uh so you know you're welcome to look at to go there as well um and we have you know good portions of that documented as well on our chroma's page so it's out there for those who want to kind of go back and take a look and see kind of what that looks like when you're Mm -hmm. willing to do the work and put yourself out there for you, not for anyone else, but for you. So you hold yourself accountable because that's what I did and uh, just held true to that method and other things that were put into place. Mm -hmm. My support system was there to keep me uplifted. And uh, here we are. So Jay's up at bat and I got him. I got you, brother. You know it. And uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to show we're going to show you guys how just how much this works. Yeah. We got you. goals to achieve, man. We got goals to achieve. Absolutely. We got a community to build. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a movement to keep pushing. So I know that if I'm going to talk the talk, I'm also going to walk the walk. And I, I think that is vital for any sort of organization to stay to stay true, any sort of movement to keep pushing along. Mm-hmm. You, must, you must be telling the truth. You yes. must tell the truth at all times. But... I, I, I must I must ask this question, man. I know we're talking about the truth, and I know this week is the perspective of truth, which is something that I've thought about so much because, like, I, you know, there are certain times where it's tough to say that somebody is not telling the truth if their story doesn't match somebody else's that was in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, to you, I, I want to pose this question out to you and our audience as well. Um, mm-hmm. what do you define as a lie before, before you answer that question, mm-hmm. the, the, the Webster's definition of a lie is just deliberate, um, you know, deliberately misleading someone or, or being deliberately misleading in general. So I, I want to have, I want to put the emphasis on deliberate because I think, it's the intention behind the lie that you're telling versus whatever you're saying in general. Um, so, I mean, what is, what is your take on what a lie is? So uh, I would say, honestly, the, the uh, description of what the definition truly means to its core is that, mm-hmm. you know, there's no getting around it. It's definite for sure. Now, if we assess it based on conception, that's where it's Mm. different because Mm. I think it really depends on the complexity of what the issue that lies before us, Mm. which ultimately dictates what we tell to be a variation of something that's maybe not the complete truth. Mm. For example, let's say uh, 
as, as a lot of people know, like a white lie, right? Like something that's, you know, something subtle, nothing that's too harmful, you know, something that just, it's just something you brush over. Mm-hmm. Um, those are something that you probably find to be more constant, you know, constant out there than, you know, something that is a legitimate big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in certain instances, given a variation of a truth, uh, as I like to say, as opposed to just saying lying, uh, may be a good thing, depending mm. on the severity of the action ensued, mm. as to why you're not pr- providing that information. So, so what? So you're you're saying that it is under the right circumstance, it's okay to be deceitful. I would not say necessarily deceitful. Okay. I've lied along along the lines. Actually, there was an instance earlier where I was interjected into an issue that was occurring with a a couple of people I know. And one person in particular, uh, without going into any details, they were intentionally not providing a full truth of this Mm -hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. With the hopes of protecting this other person, mm. their emotional mm. uh, stability of if they knew what the truth entirely was about what this other person knew, mm. it would be detrimental to them in different ways mm. and not of the best kind. Like it wouldn't really be helpful. So in having this conversation with this person, you know, I understood before when it was brought to my attention, because I was interjected into it, like, hey, Will, such and such. And I was mm. like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Mm. All right, let me talk to this person and see how I may be able to alleviate the situation. Mm. When this person provided me the details, that's when it my mind adjusted on the outcome of this. And I'm like, mm. oh, wow, I understand why you haven't said what you needed to say to mm. this person mm. and to other people. So on the outskirt of it, Anyone else that's involved and know of it that don't know the details of this particular issue, mm-hmm. they're going to see it as, oh, you're not minding your business in a way that let this person do what they want to do. Mm. But this person has been not as forthcoming with providing all of the details to this person because they're trying mm. to spare them so, because they care. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But so, so, so what happens if that person then hears, quote unquote, the whole truth from another source, is that other person who has been telling only a partial truth now looked at as being deceitful by the person who is trying to 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 hear what that person is saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that does that now fall on the person who was only being half truth versus, you know, only being half true versus the other person who was like, I'm going to give it all to you. I, look, I don't care about feelings. I don't care about where this goes from here. I have nothing to lose. I'm mm-hmm. going to give it to you all. Does who in in that situation would be the one that you would consider is telling the truth? I mean, I, I guess you can say that one person is telling the whole truth. Another, per- another person is telling the half truth. But the person that's telling the half truth is also deliberately not giving the full details, which could be harmful or helpful to the other person to know. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess in the interim, of course, you have to think about emotional states. You have to think about living situations. You know, if this completely crushes a relationship or mm-hmm. um, how somebody is living, I, I, everybody can understand that. Right. But I think it gets it gets a little bit tough when somebody who is saying these things um, is now faced by somebody else on, the, on a completely different side who does not is not looking to, um, you know, not looking to spare the feelings of that particular person. Is that person who is telling the half truth now in a worse position than he was before or better? Um, I would ask, I would have to ask a question on top of that question, mm. because I think in order to truly kind of answer that, you'd have to look at it from the perspective of the person receiving the truth. Or receiving a variation of the truth. Okay. How capable are they to embrace what they know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And how they perceive it and how well they take information. Because mm-hmm. all of that is factored in. You so, have to think of it that way. So taking taking in that information, that's a good point. Taking in that information could depending I guess you would say depending on that person's past, depending mm-hmm. on how this person may take bad news, if it is bad news about something. I could understand why you would not want to put that out there and say, you know, this person said this, that, or the other, um, because you, you, you've seen how this person reacted in the past to a similar scenario. So Mm -hmm. knowing that that's in that person's past and maybe they've got this firecracker attitude or an impulse to act irrationally, you would not want to come out and say exactly what you want to say, but if that person hears it from somebody else other than you, let's say you're in a position of being the trusted man, right? The one who says everything, the one who's always honest, always truthful, man, we'll see, I can come to you for everything. I want you to give it to me straight, even though, you know, I may not be able to take it because I'm a loose cannon. Is it now up to you to be like, all right, I got to, how am I going to phrase this to, 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 to JH given so that he doesn't fly off the handle and do something bad. Mm. but at the same time what if what if i'm not around and he hears the story from somebody else and it's a completely i wouldn't say completely different version but it's a much deeper version than before let's say now i don't fly off the handle from that other person because i'm sitting there and hearing it from a different perspective i'm like oh okay okay now if i was irrational i'll say well then why did why in the world did will C not tell me that if I was irrational, then I'll be upset with you because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I expected you to tell me that. I expected you to be completely upfront, completely honest, completely transparent. But on the backside now, if I if I was not thinking irrationally, I would be like, I I could see why we'll see probably would not want me to know that because I may not have reacted well. Um, so I guess I guess you do have a point when it comes to the person who's receiving the this news or these words, because I can definitely see how that scenario could rock somebody's world. Um, mm-hmm. And just real quick, as an aside, I remember when I was placed in a situation where I had to tell somebody some news that I knew was not going to be well received by them. Um and, you know, this this person was always asking me, like, tell me, tell me what what they said. Let me know, you know, just tell me, don't, you know, don't don't not tell me and have me have this on my mind. You know, that's not fair. And at the time, 
Um, unfortunately and truthfully, I wasn't in the right emotional mindset to be able to tell that person what I knew without being, you know, emotionally invested in what that person told me. So me delivering this news, I was not, I didn't come off as, as um, compassionate. I didn't come off as, you know, every time I, every time I, I speak about an issue, I always like to understand that I have a solution in mind already. You know, this is what this person said, but here is how we can maneuver around it so that it doesn't affect what we have going on. But instead at the time, I just, I just blurted out what that other person said. I blurted out how they said it, when they said it, what they said. And it was, dare I say, a, a, a bit of a wall um, for quite some time. And I think even now it's still having some sort of effect. Um, so at the time when I told this person that, I didn't necessarily think that it would be taken the way it was. And that mm -hmm. is my mistake for not understanding that. But at the same time, I think that it needed to be known because at some point, the person would be put in a scenario where they would have had to have known this. Um, I would not want a person to be in a specific scenario where they feel trapped because they didn't know it. They didn't know the to the extent of how, you know, how this person felt. Um, so I think in the end, um, do I regret what I said? Not necessarily, but I do regret how I said it. Um, I do regret how I, how I brought, brought it forward, um, in an emotional, in the, in the emotional state I was in. Uh, but I, I, I do firmly believe it needed to be said. And, um, you know, speaking to the perspective of truth, I think um, when I said that, my perspective was one of, 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 of hatred, sort of speak. It was, I felt disrespected for what this person said. So I, I kind of, I pushed all that energy out and I should not have done that. Um, not in that way, but I think, I think that person deserved to know exactly what they would have gotten into at, you know, some juncture. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, and, 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 that, and that's the part right there in, in the, um, you know, what I was just referencing a little earlier and you just given another example of that where, you know, as we know, sometimes, you know, information that we that come upon us is not always easy and we have to make tough decisions, um, especially when we're looking at it from the perspective of what a lie is and how, you know, people may view it as with mm -hmm. me personally I am the type of person where I would rather someone tell me the truth of whatever it is mm. and let, allow me to be able to make the decision if with how I decide to do and you're talking about the whole truth like the, the yes. absolute truth nothing, nothing and, but yes and the reason for that is because of my past traumas because I've been lied to about things that of all ends of the spectrum, things that could have cost me my life mm, and wow. things, you know, that, you know, was damaging psychologically, emotionally, you know, uh, I'll be maybe sometimes possibly physical because mm. of whatever the lies were, where it didn't have to become a lie to me. Mm. Uh, where in some instances I can understand what some people out here at this point may say, well, 
you know, what about, you know, the respect for me as a person, Mm -hmm. right? To give me that choice, don't take that from me in whatever you're deciding to do to think for me. Mm -hmm. So I see that side of it as well. And then, you know, to kind of go back to where we were, it becomes an accountability to me, the accountability factor where you have this information, which is a variation of a truth, uh, because it's really based on the perspective of the person receiving the information and what they view in their mind is true. Because even if you can give, like, there's been instances that, you know, I've shared with you in the past personally, where close people to me, things had happened and transpired where some individuals were given truth. Mm-hmm. And rather than accept that truth, they twisted it to mold what they wanted to receive, not what they needed to hear and, mm. and understand. So they took they took your words and purposefully or deliberately misconstrued them so that is it is it so they can process coping okay yes would you consider it as a coping mechanism yes in a way okay Mm -hmm. so so it must have been news that they didn't want they did not want to hear they didn't want to hear even if it's a thing like you say like hey some people say hey tell me and i can handle it and then you tell them and then the dynamic of your relationship yeah whatever it is is, it's done it changes every time (laughs) right so every time yeah without fail without fail yeah i guess it goes back to the trust factor in what may happen yep. come from a lie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there are even some instances that I've encountered with some folks that they wouldn't even know that I know that they're lying, mm-hmm. but I know, I, you know, I'm a big person, I read energy really well. So it's like, you don't have to tell me to meet for me to put two and two together. And in some instances, I will let the, you know, I will ride the tide, you know, I won't fight the waves mm-hmm. and I'll let it be what it is because sometimes revealing the truth for someone else may be more harmful for them and mm. their state of being that someone is capable of handling a real truth because mm. they fear losing that person. They fear mm. the dynamic of their relationship changing with that person. And more importantly, right. they feel how this person is going to look at them, especially mm. if it's something that's coming from them, a lie that came from them of a truth that the person on the other spectrum is aware of because mm. they know, they just know. Right. So, and, and, and I, I think it just goes back to what happens when I guess the whole truth is revealed. Like, do you, do you then come out and say exactly what you're saying? Like, Hey, you know, I, I really wanted to tell you everything, but I didn't feel like you can handle it. Like, is that, how do you approach that? How do you, how do you broach that conversation um, without the other person being like, wow, I thought I could trust you, but you couldn't even tell me the whole truth. See, it's complex. It really depends on the person's emotional stability, the emotional maturity. Mm. We're speaking, we're speaking just, I think we can only speak so much of on it without precisely having someone to discuss, to demonstrate what that is, because everyone emotion and how they process things are different. Mm. So I think it just depends on the scenario. And if, you know, using myself, mm. I have a person that I will can be upset with someone and have a mature conversation with them through the process of analyzing what the issue at hand is and channeling the energy to focus on that so that we can address it and move past it if right. and figure out wherever we go from there with it. But mm. not everyone can do that. That's true. Some people react through the form of physical 
uh, impact of like whatever that is, is where they need to just become destructive, you know, to themselves, to whatever it is. Some people use coping mechanisms such as drinking, smoking, you know, whatever. There's different ways people deal with receiving that sort of, uh, you know, parts of life where Mm -hmm. information is provided to them and how they process it is Mm -hmm. big so it's really important that you work on your 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 creating healthy habits Mm -hmm. uh to create a healthy mental state of being Mm -hmm. so that when you encounter these sort of instances you Mm -hmm. can deal with them Mm -hmm. i say that from experience Mm -hmm. where i i I would rather not go into details with things but you're sure you know for sure where i'm getting at with this where certain truths are revealed to you and it's like, in some instances, you will want it to come from the person who, with whom is responsible, rather than you have to find out elsewhere, like we discussed, right. which is true. Right. And then there are other instances where you're like, you know, I just, I just know. And it's mm-hmm. like, what hurts more is like, you didn't give me the benefit of the doubt to respect me as a, as a human being at the end of the day, mm. um, because I would have given you that in return. So it just mm. depends on both parties, variations of a truth um, and how it's perceived mm. on the person to receive that variation of a truth. Now, do you think the person who is giving that variation of the truth to the person who's receiving it, do you think that that person is deliberately holding things back because they don't want to cause pain or they don't want to cause Mm -hmm. some sort of disruption in whatever the situation is (laughs) that's a very delicate statement to Mm -hmm. answer because in truth in pure truth Mm -hmm. it comes down to the person protecting themselves Mm. it's a bit of selfishness to it mm. it has to be mm. it could be forthcoming to care about someone yes but mm. at the same time it is slightly a bit of selfishness because you're looking to protect yourself depending on what the if it's like if you're in a relationship mm. with someone or you're, you're dating or you're talking to someone and maybe you're talking to some other folks too right mm. maybe yeah. something hasn't been established but you both interact with each other enough that mm. you're in a situation and you know it to be that uh, but you're committed to this person and you don't really want to let them know the truth. Right. You're emotionally connected with one another. Mm. So what happens is you give off a variation of what may be true as to, you know, maybe this isn't for me, this isn't for us for now, or whatever that is. And you move on mm. in a way that you keep things cool. But mm. in truth, you were doing your thing. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you're doing your thing and you have this person here and you don't want to give them that truth to let them go mm-hmm. because you want to still keep it tied for you right. if mm-hmm. that makes sense so it's like so, so if let's say all right let's say you know somebody just started dating um mm-hmm. somebody else do you do you feel as though it is necessary to disclose that you are dating several people or i or if I'm sorry, if please. that no 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 worries, if that question is not brought up, do you feel as though they are intentionally withholding that information from you? Do you think? Do you think I like it's this. like I know, I know. This is this is this. Is, I love this perspective of truth because there's so many different scenarios uh-huh. that I know a lot of you guys have been in. Like, yes, I know that for a fact. Yes. So 
do you believe that it is necessary to disclose that information? And if you do not disclose that information and the other person finds out, are they then, are they, is there, is there a good reason for them to be upset about the fact that you are speaking or talking or dating other people? Mm. Uh, I would say this much. I'm big personally on transparency. So here's the thing. Every sometimes there's some things that don't need to be said. You don't have to say certain things to get a good read on it. But but then I think also depending on how you converse with someone and what's being discussed, where if a person's telling you, hey, I kind of am looking to settle down, I'm kind of looking for commitment, I'm kind of looking for that part of my life I'm ready for. And if this other person isn't saying yes, me too. Mm. And they're telling you something else. Mm. You are getting what you asked for to know, mm. hmm, where do I move with this person? Mm. Are we aligned with where I, what I want? Or is this mm. something that we're just going to see where it's going to go? Maybe connect mm. eventually. Mm-hmm. See, that becomes a point of taking accountability because that's an example of someone not having to say that directly to you for you to know, because you've already discussed where you are now mm. And then it becomes a conversation of, okay, well, where do we go from here is what should happen, but it doesn't always happen that way. Now, at the same time, another variation of that can be discussing upfront what you want per se. Like, so is this before the physical date? Like, is this mm, how well, long this is after? Mm, well, I think, I think these are things that would, I would say would probably come up the more comfortable you become with someone. Okay. Uh, some people are forthcoming. Some people are so bold that they just <laughs> they look, check like, this yeah, out. I'm this X- is what I'm on X, Y, Z. And if you can't give me that. Yeah. Bye. So that's how it is. Like uh, there's yeah, some right. women out here who just like that because mm-hmm. they, they are fixated to get exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. If that's you. Yeah. I do kind of think, you know, with the time and era we live in and just in pure honesty uh compatibility is everything and the reality of it is you're not going to get everything you want yeah because needs change yeah but um i think in all like in those sort of instances uh time to develop Mm. you get a feel for someone before you get to the conversation i i I hate this kind of say like like a particular time frame, but mm. I have to imagine most people kind of have an idea of where they are. Maybe if mm. they've been on a few dates with someone mm. and gauge where it's going to get a feel for it. Or maybe if they've been interacting with each other for a few months enough where they're like, okay, um, I kind of get a vibe with this. I like where it's at. Do I like sure. the energy to stay where we are in this realm or do we mm. move it left or do we move it right? Like, what do I, it comes, it comes down to an individual of like, what do I want? And then let me talk to this person and see where they fall in line. Mm. Say comfortably, hey, I really enjoy my time with you. Mm-hmm. I think you know you're a great person. Uh, I think we mesh really well. But right now, I am more along the lines of still, I don't know, learning myself or mm. uh, learning more about what I like. And uh, while I do find things in you that I enjoy. I just want to be transparent where I'm still at that point of trying to discover what that is mm. for me, but mm. I do enjoy your company. Mm. I think 
I wouldn't receive that as BS. I would really look at it from the perspective of like, okay, wow, this person's, this woman, she's giving me this information. Right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let me assess that. And let me think of how I feel. Mm-hmm. I am. And from what she's told me where she is and what that means. Mm. And at that point, emotional maturity should be on display where you can ask those questions to communicate with each other to figure out it's not like a okay we got to make a decision right now what's up it's more of a this is where we are together so Mm. now all right um i feel you i get you i'm along the same lines too so yeah now we have a Mm. we kind of have an understanding and Mm. we can touch base on this as we go along Mm. more so in those instances i would read it and everyone's different Mm. Uh, that it isn't, it's been established where you both are into, you know, intrigued with one another, but you're committed to each other. Mm. There hasn't been a true form of commitment besides enjoying each other's company, right? Right. Of getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people mislead or misconstrued those sort of instances of the example Mm -hmm. I provided because of what they, what their wants and needs are, Mm. um, and trying to impose that on another. Mm. So you think you think somewhere along the way, uh, that initial verbal contract that you guys had, mm-hmm. the terms change on their end, but they don't bring that out and say it. It's is it something that they're trying to um, suppress inside, but it's it's sort of coming out subconsciously. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel as though maybe they're like, oh, God, I know we talked about this. Ah, I, God, but you're just, you're such a great person. Uh-huh. Things are feeling amazing. I just, you know, but I know we talked about it, but I don't want to <laughs> revisit it because I feel the connection and I feel like we're building, but I don't know because, you know, we just, we just met and I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to broach that conversation, but Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know if we're ready for it, but I think we kind of are because we're vibing. Like, what what happens then? Like, do we then revisit that same conversation and say, "Hey, I'm kind of feeling this now." Are are you feeling the same, or I, do you just mm-hmm. kind of be like, do you do you hold it back, right? Because your your perspective is like, man, I know we talked about this. I know I know where things are. And, you know, maybe, maybe you weren't being that upfront about how you felt about me and you're showing me all these different signs and, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm feeling this, right. We're, we're both feeling this. Mm -hmm. Maybe we just have to talk about it again to make sure that we're, we're, we were here, but now we're up here. We're Mm -hmm. on a a different level or or maybe I'm just seeing things differently. What, Mm -hmm. what is your take on that? Um, I do. I kind of think that, um, you gauge it mm-hmm. based on, for me, uh, I'm really big on energy. Look, I, I tell you this much instinctually, I am 90, 95% on the money when I follow yeah. my instinct and follow energy. Energy don't lie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm really a good read, and I probably shouldn't be telling people I hear this. <laughs> I'm really a good read with energy. I'll give away the tricks of the trade. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I just, as an individual, that's just me. I'm really good with, with energy, and I'll stop there before I say other things. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Jake. But uh, in truth, um, I really think that you just gauge it. You gauge the person. You gauge the energy of what's being provided to you through their actions, what they tell you. Now, what can be misleading, what makes this complicated is when there's no transparency. And what happens is most people's instincts are usually right, where 
you haven't necessarily pretty much per se per se said what the, the dynamic of what you are mm-hmm. so you're still under the impression of what you were at one point mm-hmm. and as you're growing what happens is again this is why it's important to be transparent with one another mm. one person may sway interest may go elsewhere while the other person is still thinking everything is mm. moving copacetic right and what happens is when there's ripples that mm. person is thinking this way that everything is still good they start noticing those wavelengths trickling mm. and then they're like wait a minute what the hell's going on i mean am i reading this wrong and then this is where those lies come in mm. And this is where it's like, you know, <laughs> that's where those white lies come in because that person yeah. is protecting themselves. And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? We're good. There's nothing to worry about. It's totally fine. Like, <sighs> we're good. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. But in the back of their mind, they're conflicted from their own emotions because they have things going on within them. Because a lot of the times that goes back to the person, the individual has nothing to do with the person riding the wave mm-hmm. that ain't them because they they're consistent in where they are what they want right right, right because right. in most instances hopefully they're delivering their truth mm-hmm. of what they're looking for mm-hmm. um it's up for the other person to be able to give that back but then in, in those instances that doesn't always happen so then you have this weird um miscommunication that's not necessary and then that's when things just kind of get out of whack mm-hmm. and then that's when the deceptions come in that's when the lies come in and then variations of truth is what you receive later, mm. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm doing this for you. Yeah, I'm doing this for you. Like it, it, there always, it, there always seems to be some type of climax or some type of some type of end that you get to where you know things. One thing leads to another. Things get a little bit hotter and heavier, and then it seems like there's like a a cut there. Yeah, where you know the next day or the next week the vibe has completely changed because Mm -hmm. on one end it seems like that one person who was under the impression that we're just chilling we're just getting to know each other nothing is big you know they they still have that in their mind in their head they're like yeah same thing same thing but this other person that's that's collecting all that energy all that all those vibes that you're giving off is like well wait a minute x happened y happened z happened how are you still here? But I'm like way up here now. I'm mm-hmm. on I'm on top of the moon. I'm on top of the world about our situation. Yeah. And obviously the, the feelings are strong. Things are going well. Like this person is now like, is there something that I'm missing from 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 you? Because I thought I thought we were going here. Mm-hmm. I thought this was gonna happen. I thought, but then you're sitting here like, well, well wait a minute. We had an agreement. Like, wh- why are you why are you thinking that this was gonna happen after we discuss many times that that's not where we were going so do you think it's up to this person here when they start getting the vibe that things may be getting out of control to tell this person the the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth or do you do you feel it's that person's obligation to do so if what was already established is still the it's literally still the foundation it's the same thing um I would say both parties has to be held accountable for that. Mm. Uh, Cause again, we're looking at, we got to look at each individual's perspective, mm. how they see it. You got to look at it from the person who's on this end, who's up here. Mm. How well have you been communicating with that other person? 
right. are you under the interpretation that this is what it is because you thought that um or has this person provided you reasoning to think that way albeit their actions number one usually is their actions right typically. um yeah typically or their you know uh you know words have they actually said that to you mm. to make you give you reasoning to say you're up here like you know you know bringing in the word like i love you or bringing in mm. something of of a mo that draws draws a more emotional tide mm. you know because when you have that happen and someone's feeding you that and then maybe that, that's just taken away you're like yeah wait wait why are you changing like what mm. what happened what did that then you start thinking you did something mm. when reality is not you is the the other person who mm. their alternatives adjust for them and I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. It's just it adjusts for them. Right. And that's not always communicated across because a lot of the times they don't know how to communicate that across mm -hmm. um, where their needs and their wants change regardless of whatever it is. Um, so I think it really depends on the person's perspective uh, and accountability for both to deliver that information. Because if someone needs and wants to start to change, you, sh you people, you should be willing to give that person what they need. Let them go. Let them move on for them. Uh, you know, I'm not here to judge anyone. No, neither is Jay. But in truth, it never is a good thing to do that because the reality of it is, is, you know, this is why we have vicious cycles out here like that, where mm -hmm. uh, it's hard for people to open up and communicate with others mm -hmm. and grow with others because mm -hmm. of experiences. Yeah. So in these instances, we can kind of help to, uh, you know, alleviate some some real truth to people, some real growth and allow people to be better for them uh, by just doing what is morally right. You know what I'm saying? If it's not going to do anything, it's going to harm physically to someone like, right. what is the harm in saying, speaking your truth? Because you may not know exactly how you feel when you're going on, but communicate with that person, mm -hmm. you know, cause it was all, it was all good when you, you know, in the beginning phase, like everything, but communicate it goes back to communication absolutely because maybe that part of your life may not be what it is but this could mm -hmm. be someone who could be a really good friend of you yeah. someone that really cares about you that's someone that's really loyal to you as a person mm -hmm. so more often than not people ruin what god may have for them mm -hmm. for things that they want you know that are temporary mm -hmm. and it's just something i think that people kind of need to think on in a way where like if you are that person that's doing these things talk to the person don't let don't lead them on and let, don't let them think it's one way be transparent now, here, now it's a difference when you're transparent and if this person is insistent on like yo i want it this way mm. i want mm. at that point you did your part mm -hmm. that's on them to figure it out <laughs> like to, to regress and yeah. you know you decide at your own discretion of how much you're going to interact with that person until they understand uh, and it becomes healthy yep. uh, in a way of like, like what I was taught by someone where you, you, you either, you have to either slow detox a person, mm. wing them off, or either you have to just make them go cold <laughs> turkey. I don't say, I don't mean ghost them, but like make them go cold, cold turkey. Cause then they'll understand like, oh, damn, I get it. <laughs> now I, I must say it does. You must know that other person um, because if that mm -hmm. other person, I, I, I might, th this might come out wrong here, but if that other person is unstable, if that other person cannot take bad news, <sighs> cutting them off immediately will set their world on fire and they will come mm -hmm. after you with a vengeance that's, 
<laughs> just beyond beyond um crazy but mm-hmm. it, i think it, it is very important to always as you said keep communication open keep yeah. that line open so that they don't they don't get to that point of building something up so strongly in their mind that something's going to be a certain way and then it turns out that one day it isn't and all of a sudden you're blocked they can't reach you it's like they've just completely cut off for you from the world it's like that that sort of thing can set anybody off honestly um, yeah it is that is so, true you know That's just just again just continue to communicate be open with communication um you know take it from me be sure to communicate when your emotions are not invested into it sit down have a discussion about what is happening make sure that you you're both on the same level in terms of the vibe so that mm-hmm. you know you're 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 really understanding and listening to what that person is telling you or what or or you're delivering that particular set of news to the the person who you want to understand that i think once there is communication on one end and somebody's listening into you on the other you you would be able to avoid these type of scenarios but um i think both people have to be on the same page and i think it's important to to really sit down and focus on the situation at hand I agree. Um, and then, you know, honestly, I think it really just kind of come down to some of those things. You know, this is one of those topics where you can just kind of, there's so many perspectives on there. Yeah. Um, so I think Jay, you know, I think at this point, I think it'd be a good, you know, chance for us to kind of wind it down and just kind of let's, you know, rely on our Chromas fam to, to, to keep this conversation going, keep it alive. Um, yeah. You know? Absolutely, man. You know, like, like, like Will C said, man, and we can have these conversations forever. You know what I'm saying? But obviously you have a life as as do we, you know? (laughs) And again, we thank you for being part of our lives and we thank you for taking the time out to, to listening to us on a very busy Sunday. I know, I know many of you are spending time with your family. You're spending many time in church, whatever you're doing. We want to thank you for spending that time with us as well. Mm -hmm. And at at this point, you know, for everybody out there, I want to ask you this. Was there a time when your perspective of the truth was viewed as a lie to somebody else? Mm -hmm. Now, it's not that you were lying, but your perspective of the truth, whatever that may be, regardless of the situation, came off as a lie to somebody else. And, and if so, how did that person react when things change? Either they found out another part of the truth from somebody else, or you ended up telling them more at a later date. And they're like, wait, wait a minute, you didn't say that last time. What ended up happening? So again, I'll, I'll ask you guys again. When was there a time in your life where your perspective of the truth could have been could, could have been seen, viewed by somebody else as a lie? And what happened in that scenario? What happened in that situation? Again, you weren't lying, but there may have been some things that you didn't think were detrimental to the story, but somebody else found out. And, and now, you know, they're either upset or they're disappointed. They're not talking to you. There's, there's, you know, maybe there's a lack of trust now. What happened? I mean, we're, we'll be very interested in, in, in hearing about this. I know we have yeah. personal stories as well. Um, you know, so a topic, a topic like this will definitely be revisited in the future. Because I think, I think there are so many different scenarios and, and this was such a great conversation to have. 
And you guys out there, again, we, we thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed it as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's a pleasure as always, guys. Uh, I, I think we touched base on quite a bit uh, with yeah. this one. And we kind of went, you know, went, went, went a little out of it, but all tied it in to, you know, the importance of truth. That's yep. really what it comes down to, the importance and, yeah. you know, the perspective of a truth. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Yeah, um, I mean... And look, hey, speaking speaking of the perspective of the truth, um, I, I got to say, like, there was a time where I was invited to this event, right? It was an event. It was, I want to say it was out, out in Rockville somewhere. One of my really close friends asked me to join him. Um, and this was before I knew anything about whatever this was, right? And, and as I continue this story, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But I was invited to learn more about an opportunity. Hmm. This was an opportunity that I could not miss. This is an opportunity for Uh me to possibly make six figures at some point. And me, I'm just a broke college kid. I mean, I was like 22, 23. I'm like, man, you're telling me I could pay off these loans before I even have to to, to build all of them up? That's that's fantastic for me. This is music to my ears. I wanted money. You want money. We'll see once money. We all want money. Of course, we want money. We want success. We want everything that comes with it. So I was game, man. Look, I went to this meeting. I saw great. I mean, hey, the people there were beautiful. They were well-dressed, well-groomed. Everybody was smelling good. I was feeling good. I was hyped. I was motivated. It was early in the morning, too. Had a cup of coffee, some OJ. Went inside the room, sat down. And, um, you know, we, we, we took in this presentation. And, I mean, look, this guy, he, hey, he, he was well-traveled. He, he was very well-spoken, very encouraging. Guy must have been a pastor in his past life because he... <laughs> He was on point, man. I was eating that message alive, right? So then I'm like, okay, this mm. sounds really good. This sounds like something I can I can hop on board. I'm hearing all these different success stories from the audience, from random people. Some guy used to be a postman. Now he's retired at the age of 35, living on a beach somewhere. Okay. And then some, <laughs> some other lady who, you know, is cleaning houses for a living for the past 20 years, decided she was going to join this. And mm. now she's retired. And you know what I'm saying? Just sipping pina colada every morning. I'm like, what? who doesn't want this life, bro? So then at the end of this presentation, I was asked to make a one-time investment of $500. Now, see, when I when I heard this, I, I didn't quite understand because I'm like, well, this seems to be an opportunity. You guys are saying that you can be a, an independent business owner or an entrepreneur. You're setting your own hours. You're doing all this. But I have to invest in a package for $500. So... I told my friend, I'm like, hey, let's let's sleep on this. I, if it's something for me, I will come back and we'll be part of it all and we'll collect all the money and we'll be famous and money, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I went home and thank God for Google. I did a little bit of research and I found this thing called multi-level marketing. And I, <laughs> at first I didn't hear about it. I didn't, I didn't know what it was, right? I didn't know about it and everything i'm seeing oh pyramid scheme and and scam and oh you got to you got you know you have to create a downline or you got to you know a lot of the money a lot of the revenue that's generated or profit that you get in your pocket does not come from selling products it comes from being able to recruit people that you have under your bottom line so they can make money and while they make money you get money so i'm like 
well, boy, that doesn't sound like something I want to be a part of. But I would say this, and I would leave you with this. I do not believe that those particular companies, and I can't name them for legal reasons, obviously, but mm. I don't believe that those companies are scams. I don't believe that they're necessarily pyramid schemes. And next Sunday, I will tell you exactly why I don't believe it. Now, this might be controversial to a lot of you because I know a lot of you people get DMs from all these different accounts for people to, to sign up here and do this, do that. I mean, we recently got one, right? Mm, you you yeah. already know we were part of that. Yeah. And I, I just had to pass up on the opportunity only because I didn't believe it fit what we were trying to do. But mm. I do not believe that they are scams. I do not believe that they're pyramid schemes. I want you to tune in next Sunday to find out why. Believe me, J.H. Gibbons is not going crazy. There is a reason why I don't believe that is true. But there is something that they're not telling you. There's an ingredient that you're probably missing mm -hmm. as, to, uh, as to be the reason why you have probably failed doing it. But you got to wait till next week to find out what that is. Yeah, buddy. I want to know myself, honestly. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, look. I do. I I, oh, I firmly believe they are not all scams, and mm -hmm. I hey I challenge the audience after next week to let me know if you got caught up in one. I know there are a ton of stories <laughs> out there. I know a ton of our followers have been in one. I got again, I got a few. Oh, I know. Yeah. Again, next week though, I will tell you why I do not believe they are scams. I'll tell you why I don't believe they are pyramid schemes, and I will tell you the secret, the secret to those who are succeeding in them. You oh, do not man. want to miss this. We got some salt oh. going on, man. We're going to drop that there. Uh, yes. That was good, man. Yes. Until then, Jay, can you tell everyone how they can reach us? Oh, my God. My this, it's on the hat. Process. If you can kind of see it, I know the lights. Are, there it is. What does that say, y'all? A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. Acromus. We are the only the only name out there type us in on google we are the very first result number one numero one it's the same on youtube it's the same on facebook mm -hmm. same on ig follow us share this be part of the community you don't want to miss it you don't want to hop on so late that you miss so many gems that we're putting out there mm -hmm. nothing but honest content nothing but inspirational content motivational content content to help you enhance your productivity and build healthy habits along the way exactly Let's exactly go. well said <laughs> so i think on that no jay hey we got to let the folks go. We got to let you guys go. I know you don't want us to, but we got to let you go. Got to get back. Got to get back. Love get back you. to your Easter. Love you. Yes, yeah. get back to your Easter. Get back to your Easter. Get back to it. Praise God, right? So yeah. until next Sunday, I am J.H. Gibbons. And I will see. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>